The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Waiting on Reparations, a production of iHeartRadio. Let me ask. Outside. Have we ever done a podcast before? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is my first time. We're not sure what's going on. I'm nervous. Hey, this is Dope Knife. I don't know what I'm doing. And this is Waiting on Money's Reparations. How you that guys doing? Benjamin's Pork Skins. Benjamin. That's not, they don't call money that, do they? Man, Pork skins. I've never heard pork skins as a money reference ever in my life. That's like I'm gonna make Gucci a thing. Man, I wish we. Yo, it would be ill if we got like some licensed music on the shit. We had cash rules, like yeah. to to open up the shit. You know what I mean? Like we're saying that we're waiting our reparations and just hear cream got the money, dollar dollar bills, y'all. No, but what do you, so? What do you think about making Gucci a thing? So instead of saying it's Gucci, just like oh man, that's Gucci. Um. I mean, I'm down with it, but Gooch kind of sounds like a sexual organ. I know, it is. Like, but sh- that's, that's Gooch. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I'm with it. Yo, yeah. The, why the other day I was like in the car and we put on, there's like some like 2000s pop type station or something like that, but they were playing from the windows to the wall, that yin yang twin shit. It's like as soon as we turn the shit on, like it starts at ah, skeet, 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 skeet. Like that's the first thing you hear. It's like, 12 o'clock in the afternoon like yo <laughs> you know that makes what me think that might be like a good like you know you set your alarm in the morning 7 a.m birds are singing and you wake up yeah i'm gonna figure out a way to make that my um alarm in the morning i think Oh shit! Well, that's that's the easy one. That's the easy one to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, happy, happy. I, I, today's not a holiday, but happy, uh, happy Thursday. You know, what I'm saying on your commute or your wake up or while you're drinking you're your coffee or whatever. That's you know, good. For I mean, you. you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta get it. You gotta get it in where you can get it in. How's your weekend? My weekend's been my, uh, it's been good. So I just got back from Austin, Te- Tejas. And um, so I took like a day. We drove through the night. No, bleh. we drove through the night from New Orleans back to Atlanta uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. And so after working Wednesday, I just like Thursday. I was down for the count. I was down. Yeah. I was tapped out. Motherfuckers don't did not perceive me whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean Tejas, Tejas was, was beautiful. Tejas is a beautiful thing. New Orleans is a beautiful thing. We didn't really see much in New Orleans though, because that shit got literally. We were playing the show and a tornado touched down across town and like killed oh, people. Shit. So. God, are you serious? God damn. Yeah, and so we I didn't even realize we had oh, like a fucking uh, hip hop slash southern rock show like across town from where a tornado was obliterating um, lives and families. So, Damn, man. Uh, we're glad we made it home after that shit. But yeah, Tejas is a wild place. Oh, wait. Shit. Did we? Oh, wait. You went. Wait. No, I was gonna. 
I was gonna ask you how how did Texas treat you? Like, I mean, was, yeah, I mean like the no, overall. I always, I always love Austin. Got to hang out with some. That people. wasn't that wasn't your first time at South by, right? This is my second. No, time. wasn't because we, yes, we went there time. before, right? Yeah, I pretty much plateaued. I mean, there's not really anything else I can do after last <laughs> time. Coming home, up and be like, "You're in the New York Times." I was like, "What? I'm home over, leave me alone." I'm just crying because my ears are ringing so loud. I can't tell if uh, my yeah, the first time. The first time I went to South by, I wasn't even like on any sort of showcase or nothing. I just Rolled went up. with a friend. Yeah, it was me. You remember my my uh, rap homie mix? We, yeah. we just rolled up there, and um, a torrential downpour had happened. Fantastic. Like the day that we got in Texas, I'm, I'm not I'm not talking about like regular like yo it rained. I mean like streets were flooded type rain, right? Oh, love that. So. Video. So we were like, all right, this sucks. This is like a, a bad South by Southwest experience. But we waited for the rain to end. And we were like, yo, we got a bag full of CDs and some prayers. Let's just go anyway, right? So like we're walking the streets and slowly people start coming back outside and shit. And, you know, the streets are drying up. And like we're walking by this uh, street and somebody yells out at me like, hey, yo, what's up? And like me and Mix turn around and I'm not wearing my glasses. so I can't see shit. But Mix is like, yo. That's Ari the Rugged Man. I'm like, word? He's like, yeah, he's like flagging us over. So like we start walking over to him. Ari the Rugged Man standing outside of some bar. He's wearing a bathrobe for who knows what reason and shit like that. But then he daps me up. (laughs) He daps me up and starts talking to me like he's known me for 50 years. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so afterwards, you know, it was just it was just that sort of exchange. We're walking back and my homie Mix is like, yo. Do you know R.A.? You didn't tell me. I'm like, yo, I never met that nigga in my mother in my life. I don't know. Maybe he's drunk. He might be. He might be inebriated. I don't know. I don't know. But I wasn't who he was thinking he was. But everybody who saw it thought I was the shit. So that's so funny. Yeah, that's that mad. That's that uh fucking South by Magic. Yeah, I met this like. Yeah. Did I tell you about this really this this older white British gentleman I met? He was like real enthusiastic no, no. and excited after my show and I was drunk. So I was like, yeah, man, whatever. Look, you guys change your contact info. I Googled this nigga later. <laughs> and he was like the, he was like the, the chief uh, economist for Spotify until 2019. Oh, really? Yeah, I, was, I was like, oh man. Wow. Was, hey, that's how that. That's how that stuff that's happens, yeah. You know? You're just like, you know, you just run into already the rugged man in the bathroom. Who knows what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Catch Jack White playing solo in a laundromat parking lot, which happened my first hey. year at South by Southwest. You never Texas know. is wild, Joe. Yeah, Texas is wild. wild. Oh, yeah, and there's some, like, wild... So this episode, we only talk about the news a little bit. Because the world is a ghetto. And let's talk about some thug shit that be happening... In that, uh, yeah, we y'all, y'all can pretty much guess what we're gonna, you know, some of the things we talk about. Oh, but, uh, the Texas thing. What? Well, with the Texas shit. So <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, so you got this. Uh, this is from Yahoo News. A uh, suburban Fort Worth house runoff Republican debate. The Republicans are debating a bill that would give women the death penalty for abortion. Um, Bro, what kind what of shit you- is that? I mean, it's Are not you like out here. Like, if you have an abortion, we're gonna fucking murder you. That's that's super pro life. You didn't know. You didn't know. That's that Old Testament pro life. That's pro eternal like so life. Pro- like we gonna when you're so pro life, a bitch. Damn. <laughs> when you're so pro life, you might kill a motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, that's that John Brown not, shit. Like, no, I'll but slavery by fucking slitting all your throats. <laughs> <laughs> but in all in all seriousness, though, like. You remember? Well, maybe you don't. But like, I remember when Trump was running in 2016, and he was doing an interview with uh, Chris Matthews, and like Chris Matthews asked him, like, "So, do you think that there should be punishment for women who get abortion?" And Trump was like 100% like, "Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I think women. There's got to be some punishment. They have to pay some sort of price. Something, something, something." He wouldn't specify what, but then it looked like he got the talking points from like the you know the anti-abortion lobby but they were like no no we don't don't go that far yet don't go that far yet so he walked it back and i I don't know i don't know what this 
You know, I think Texas, the Texas Republicans are just feeling themselves with the fascism shit right now. You know what I mean? They're like, yo, we're, we're making gay kids illegal. Fucking, uh, you can pick on trans people. All right, yeah, let's kill women if they get abortions now, too. I'm telling you, man, like, these motherfuckers, like, Trump is, like, a week away from just straight up yelling the N-word at one of these, at the rally. And, like, what's people's reaction going to be? We shall see. But it's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. It's interesting how the, like, the decision, you know, that we've yet to, like, finalize about whether we're going to live in a democracy or under fascism is not even, is, is happening in Republican primaries. Like, it's not even a real conversation that Democrats or left-leaning folks are part of. It's not up for, it's like not up, to, it's up to them to decide whether that they're going to be an overtly fascist party or just like, you know, crypto fascist, just kind of generally shitty. You know, are we going to be the party of George Bush? Or are we going to be the the party of, um, I don't, I don't know, think that's a debate. Uh, Mohammed bin Salman or whatever. I don't think that's a debate. I think Trump, I mean, Trump is like crushing every everybody in any sort of uh, primary poll. So he's going to get the nomination should he choose to accept it. And I mean, they're just really being brazen. I know we haven't talked about the Russia-Ukraine situation uh, much, but the Republicans are being super brazen in their like support not e- uh, their support of like Putin but not even on the grounds of like anything that's like policy driven but it like seems to be like strictly like yo Putin doesn't like the gays and you know what I mean and he's a strong man so we fuck with them Be- better 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 to be that than a democrat you know like like all that sort of shit now again i hate having to give like any sort of disclaimers like yo i'm not really i'm not like a democrat like that and i don't you know but at the end of the day it's like one team or one side is clearly clearly going in a direction that it just seems like it's it's, it's like it's, it's why i'm not you know the story that we're gonna talk about later on that I, <laughs> I won't spoil but like it's why that situation doesn't really have me like shocked or surprised or anything like that because like the whole entire veil of civility and decorum has been that shit was that shit was out the window years Wait, ago what so what are you talking about what story are you talking about next i'm talking about what the five fingers said to the motherfucking face okay look so everybody's <laughs> seen that meme so i just for full transparency the meme of will smith smacking chris rock in the face and it's like you know you were chris rock and like Will Smith smacking you is like Monday or whatever. Well, (laughs) I am Chris Rock right now. And just for full transparency, um, Will Smith is this Delta 10 edible I had like half an hour ago. What? Do you know what Delta 10 is? I know what Delta 10 is. Don't you remember the like all last week that pen that I was puffing on? I don't. That was Delta 10. I didn't know what it is. Really? Like I Googled it. And I'm gonna be fine. But I just wanna, you gonna I just wanna give it? listeners a heads up. Are you gonna get through it? I think I'm gonna get through <laughs> it, but I feel it feels like going through that Willy Wonka tunnel. We're like Okay, well Is it raining? Is it snowing? <laughs> I don't yeah, it's weird. All right, well, okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna I guess we're gonna talk about this uh uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith slapping situation because at the end of the day it is definitely like some TMZ Hollywood shit as far as I'm concerned but just like the discourse around it it seems to be kind of like a Rorschach test in a way in which a lot of different people across the countries are seeing a lot of different things and projecting a lot of personal things onto the situation it's going on racial lines it's going on ideological lines uh, gender line. I mean I think I think there's a lot to unpack and discuss there. So uh, we're going to get to that. We're also going to get on some other stories that we have come across this week. But before we get to that, we're going to take a little break and pay some bills. All right. So we'll holla at y'all after the jump. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we are back. Lingua Franca Dope Knife waiting on reparations. So what do you do you want to get into the do you want to get into the Big Willie style first? Sure. Just, I, I mean, mean to... like my take on this is mostly a meta take um, about okay. the 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 hot take industrial complex. Um, which okay. I try okay. my best. I like I'm very judicious with in the show because ultimately, you know, the hot take industrial complex effectively everybody trying to like get the hottest take out there as quickly as possible to build social capital, like, oh, I had a viral tweet, I got a bunch of followers, or literally in the form of, like, YouTube reaction videos and, you yeah. know, NYT think pieces or whatever that actually generate, like, material capital for people. Yeah. And so, like, I just, as I think about this and the way that everyone rushes to have, like, the hottest take um, to get, you know, capital of various sorts, just, like, what would it mean for us as a society to just, like, wait, t- like, 24 hours? Like, if it was, like, the purge, only for 24 hours, you weren't allowed to have like any hot takes on like what happened the <laughs> night before. Just like, just go to your room and reflect on what you saw and just come back in 24 hours after you've actually seriously given it some thought and not just like, what's the most inflammatory thing I can say and to get people arguing in my mentions. So that's all <laughs> like watching all this go down and everyone just saying, like you said, very disparate like interpretation of the situation. I'm just like, all y'all niggas trying to get clout. All y'all niggas trying to get a like a, a deal with crack.com or something like <laughs> not funny or insightful. Nothing you're saying is new. I mean, some of this shit's funny. Some of these memes, I'm sorry. Some of these memes are hilarious. I just, I mean, if, if I could just be one hundred about it. But you're, you're not wrong, though. You're not wrong. Hot take industrial complex that one, you know, like one excuse I will make for it is memes. You're allowed to have hot take memes. Like jump it like with burning the mittens thing, that was the most glorious seven two hours of my life. Uh, you know, it's like, oh hit me, you know, hit me, oh yes, oh the, the you know <laughs> the, I was uh, stroking my face as I made that sound. Uh, for our <laughs> listeners. Um, but no, I mean like memes are cool though. I appreciate hopping on a meme wave. I always love a good new meme template. 
Well, well I mean, there's a live for shit. This shit is like the Jordan cry face meme, but on crack right now because heads are pumping out some some comedic gold. But okay, so so I get your I get what your you know opinion of it is, but there's definitely some aspects of it that I'm curious as to how you feel or as to how you know. I refuse to it's have a hot take. You. Luke it's Warm, not about having. Luke this Warm is not a hot take. We do not. Our show comes out once a week, so we cannot keep it that current that we can like do hot takes. Anything we say, at least fifteen or sixteen niggas have said it. <laughs> so right now we're working at the detriment that the shit happened a few say. days I ago. Will, I'll play we'll along and I'll like what questions you have about how I feel about it. I'll answer. But let me just okay, say so, this. Let me just say this. I'm very smart about like four things. That's it. That's all. A hundred million other things I'm a dumbass about. And if I don't have like a formed opinion where I'm like, you know, this is one of the four things about which I am smart. I shut the fuck up. I don't say shit. Okay, look. But in in the spirit of the game, I will will form an opinion. Because I literally, yeah. This has nothing to do Like imagine it's just you and me Having this conversation Like I I will The things that I'm wondering What your opinion is Is literally like You personally Not what you think Is the right thing Or the What is the best strategy Just like how you feel Like so for example You know what the situation was about uh, Chris Rock said something about uh, G.I. Jane and Jada uh, Pinkett being bald And she's got alopecia And she was obviously upset about it. Yeah. So Will's Will's uh, slap or assault, whatever the hell you want to call it, that withstanding, just that initial thing of like her getting ridiculed for her hair, going through this condition, being a woman, being in the room, being in that moment, in that situation. How do you feel about it? Um. Or. Are you, do you have like the stance of, like the stance that I have seen some people take? Like, oh, they're all rich. I don't give a fuck. Well, my sense is that so I'm getting woof. Thoughts are swirling through the cosmos. So I so no listen listen no I'm with it I'm with it. So it, so at the abolitionist in me I bring it back all the time because this is the frame this is my you know one of my primary political frameworks is understanding yeah. accountability and the problem with accountability that is set like uniformly across the nation so everyone's weighing in about what they think should happen what they think this means who was wrong who was right etc whereas i think through an abolitionist lens you would think about what does accountability and right and wrong mean for this community of people so it's really not so back to like oh it's none of my fucking business it's because like in a world where like we deal with harm i think more productively and transformatively like you know, Will and Jada and, I don't know, Tyler Perry, whoever pulled up and was like, you know, you know, holding... Will Denzel, yeah. Denzel, yes. So all these people would have sat down and been like, all right, let's talk this through. Like, it's not even assigning signing who is right and wrong. Just like, this is how what you did hurt me and this is how what you did hurt me. Y'all dap it up, work it out. Everybody agrees to be better in the future. Instead, what we have now is because we are so used to a system where, like, the federal government can tell you oh, you leaked that shit about our war crimes. You are a criminal and you are going to jail unless unilaterally deciding what's harmful. Um, People replicate that logic on fucking Twitter and shit by being like, oh, it's my opinion what happened here over a fairly benign situation that could easily be handled by these adults of, you know, immense resources. Everybody could just sit down. But, you know, they're celebrities. Oh, everyone, you know, because they're celebrities, everyone thinks they should have their opinion. So... I, you know, oh, was what Chris Rock said, you know, wrong, you know, was Jada Pinkett Smith being too sensitive and, and taking it so seriously? It's like, that's for them, that's for them to work out. That's not, you know, I don't think anybody's talking about it because that's for them between each other to like have a dialogue of like, hey, this is how what you said hurt me. And like, hey, this is why what I said I think was okay. And I actually, I see your opinion and you know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry or whatever, you know? So here's the second question I have for you. I am. Jada Pinkett didn't say shit Like all we have is Like a three second camera shot Of her rolling her eyes And looking uncomfortable So do you think that there's anything To Will Smith In his actions perhaps like Silencing her in a way Like I wasn't you know just to To flesh that out more like I wasn't even gonna 
you know, really like get that in depth into this topic, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, had dropped a uh, Substack article today where he was just he talking about his. Oh yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got a Substack. He'd be dropping flames every now and then when something car? happens. <laughs> Well, um, so he said, uh, with a single petulant blow, he advocated violence, diminished women, insulted the entertainment industry, and perpetuated stereotypes about the black community. And I mean, to an extent, I, I th- that that I kind of understand. You know, like I, for one, I don't care. It's like this is not a situation where I think motherfuckers need to be like overly concerned about like, yo. How do we look? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, these motherfuckers think you're every stereotype before Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. So, yeah, that, I don't I don't really know about that concern. But as far as, like, perpetuating violence and kind of giving the green light to some other shit, I know all these fucking Joe Rogan comedians are, like, pissed off and like, oh, I can't believe you did that. What if somebody comes to me at a show after I call it the N-word? Like, whatever. But... I'm talking more just like interactions in life because like these things, these big cultural moments, like whether we want to accept these like celeb, the celebrity bullshit as being celebrity bullshit or not, it's like what American culture is based off of. So these are like cultural moments. These are like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like when these things happen, like they, they affect, they trickle down and affect how people behave and interact with each other and shit like that. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know how much of a good look it is. Is like, yo, somebody says something you don't like, go slap them. That's a completely different... Like, I don't think that I'm making, like, a judgment on, like, yo, this is how Will Smith should have reacted. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody how they should have reacted or saying what my opinion is about that at all. But he reacted away. And it's going to have an effect. It's going to have an effect. Really, I blame the Oscars. If the Oscars hadn't been filming that moment, it wouldn't be about it. It wouldn't be a negative impact on the way people see black people, on what children think conflict resolution look like, whatever. So it's the Oscars' fault for amplifying this in the fucking, you know, in the getting rich off look, Will Smith, people that people want to have an opinion about. I think Will Smith was wrong. But no, you know what? I think it was Chris Rock himself in a bit that he did while talking about OJ. It's from the 1996 stand-up comedy uh, special, Bigger and Blacker. And he was like talking about OJ and he had this refrain that he c- keeps going to like, so this, this chick's out here spending his money, fucking this other dude, blah, blah. Now I'm not saying he should have killed him, but I understand. And then he go on, yeah, you know, OJ's doing this. He did this, blah, blah. And then she went and did that, and blah, blah. Now, I'm not saying he should have killed her. But I understand. Now, I'm not saying Will Smith should have open palm donkey slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. I'm not saying that at all. But I understand. I mean, I'm just from a, from, a, from a one plus one equals two sort of thing. Chris Rock even had another bit where he was talking about like the line that people can cross going like in arguments and shit with other people and shit like that he was talking about how you know like women like sometimes when they're in an argument with their boyfriend they know 100% their boyfriend's not gonna hit them so they just like go all out and he was like I would never do that I'm a man if I'm in an argument with a man smaller than me I know that there's a place that I just don't go that's a Chris Rock quote so so everything's funny until it happens to you. You know what I'm saying? And have, that's how I look at that shit. Including uh, a murder, Chris Rock. How the fuck? I mean, like, doing my hypothetical murder, like, I've uh-huh. had at it, whatever. I'm not going to, like, enjoy it. But, like, I'm not going to tell you not to. But, like, an actual murdered lady? Bruh, yeah. You yeah, had that yeah. slap coming. Shit. And then, and then people want to, like, try to frame it as, like, yo, but... You know, it's the comedian's job to speak truth to the powerful and yada, yada. And it's like, yo, why are y'all acting like I'm 16 years old and I don't know that at one point in time, Chris Rock made $20 billion per film? Like, get the fuck out of here with this shit, man. <laughs> like, they're, they're acting. Like, anyway, forget it. But that's 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 my general thoughts of this shit. I don't condone violence, but, um, you know, don't 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 start. Any, 
any, and then no there won't be, won't be no shit. Yeah, any. Ancient <laughs> proverb. Ancient so what do you got? Proverb. What do I got? So, uh, speaking of the Oscars, um, Jay Z kind of stepped in it a little bit. Clearly, this didn't get fucked, but um, he had his you know lavish. Um, uh, sorry, hold on. A so yeah, you know he had his big Oscar party at Chateau Marmont. Very famous hotel. It's very, it's very famous hotel where a lot of movies have been shot at, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. However, right before the pandemic, this hotel and its owner had laid off almost all of its employees at the start of the pandemic without any severance packages, cut off their health insurance. Boom! And yeah. so a bunch of these workers came forward talking about allegations of systemic racial discrimination and not hiring or promoting you know people of color particularly women of color sexual misconduct all this other shit and so unite here local 11 um some you know lefties some left you know industry folks uh some union reps etc picketed outside of jay-z's oscar party um after having asked him for like a long time before beforehand like yo homie like don't cross the picket line. We mad at these bitches. Like, please don't have your party here. He can give a fuck. So they picketed outside. It got a little heated. I mean, all, you know, LAPD rolled up. Make sure all the celebrities get in okay. They have a private security. Yeah. Um, but uh, it got kind of funny. Um, later on, apparently one person in like a like a black Escalade at one point rolled down his window and said to the <laughs> said to the picketers. I sell drugs to children to just kind of like mock the notion that like I guess that like rich people can be held accountable at all I don't know I feel like I mean all respects you know power to the workers but that's pretty funny this man just rolled down his window and yelled out I sell drugs to children uh, I love that yeah but uh, I wonder who that was I will I wish we knew ah uh, I really really do um, but yo, shout out to my man. Well, I don't know. I mean, shout out to Lakeith Stanfield. Apparently, he like addressed the the crowd assembled, told them you know he respected what they were doing. Although it is unclear if he went inside the party anyway. <laughs> but yeah, he, I mean, you know, yeah. he held it down a little bit. That's cool. I mean, is that? But I mean, see, I gotta, I have to be, I gotta get more specifics on that. Was he like drunk? You know what I mean? Like, was he like enjoying the party? He's like, what? There's protesters outside. Dude, I'm gonna fuck with him. Dude, I'm gonna fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Let me like, say, hey, hey, I'm the guy <laughs> from that famous Union movie. If I didn't say anything, I'd never sell any more movies. <laughs> so let me come here and uh, I like it. Good job, nice. Good job, nice. He's back to drinking. Oh. So, I got a funny one for you. You want to hear it? Oh, yeah, I get it. All right, so, Madison Cawthorn, Uh, the uh, House of Representative member from North Carolina. That was the sound of, like, me opening the trap door and him falling into the trap door. That's full of plush animals at the bottom, let me be clear. Sandman at the Apollo shit. Yeah. But he was he was getting interviewed on a podcast and he started talking about how like evil and disgusting Washington DC is and how much of a swamp it is. And I don't know if nigga was freestyling with the lies or if he's telling the truth or what, but he was talking about how like, yo man, you know, like I've had sitting members of Congress offer me coke and invite me to or sex orgies and stuff he's like that. And just like yeah, going, yeah, he's having Republicans. Absolutely, one hundred percent has I, he been offered cocaine. But then, like you know, he gets off the podcast and it's like, okay, man, um, who you know? <laughs> so apparently, he's about to have like uh, uh, Senator McCarthy, like, is actually about to have him sit down and like they're about to like interrogate him as to like yo who who are you having drug fueled orgies with that is on the house of representatives yep. <laughs> let us yeah. know that bruh uh, rookie mistake well he's a he's a kid kind of I mean as much as I'm a kid so I mean like whatever but uh just rookie I mean, please, this... bro, just keep it under wraps I don't even I'm not gonna press you about it I'm gonna assume but don't put yourself in the situation where now, now yeah. I gotta ask questions. <laughs> I wasn't gonna, but well, now you brought you brought it up, so now I'm gonna have to ask you, uh, what? Well, I mean, if you're doing 
Like, I mean, yeah, if you're a politician and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then, yo, your orgies ain't got shit to do with me. But I mean, frankly, if shit's fucked up, you know, it's if fucked up and you ha- you eating cocktails and have a fuck that, get get your ass to work. <laughs> if I could trade, if I could trade a Congress where there was no insider trading for one where everyone was exclusively like went to orgies on the weekend. Like, oh, that's all. Like, like they weren't even allowed at a TV. Like they just shipped them in a bus to like the sex pen. Like or straight whatever. up eyes wide shut type shit with but the mask. We banned, with the all of it. All that. If we banned congressional stock trading and repealed Citizens United, I would, I would take that trade. Yo, if we can get Medicare for all, Y'all can go on bang bus. That's for all I care. <laughs> Does that sound like a fair trade? Bernie Sanders? <laughs> Actually, no answer. That. Let's, make <laughs> Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Yes, yes, we can. All right. Bert, Bert, I, think, I, think, I think Senator Sanders needs a few minutes. He's, he's sweating a lot. Guys <laughs> <laughs> are shifting back and forth real fast. I don't know. Yo, I got cotton mouth. I'm going to go take, I'm going to get a drink. We'll we'll be back after the jump. (laughs) I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but. Same old. (laughs) And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing else to add on the sex orgies. I mean, you know, oh, do like. You not really? Do you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm don't make you know, me ask I mean, all, all, all I'm going to say is, is that, like, you know, I do not support outing people when they don't feel like being outed. 
You know what I'm saying? And like, there's a lot of motherfuckers that are probably sweating right now. Like, damn, Madison. Yeah. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you have to let them know about my orgy happening? Yeah, I would, I would like you to s- know if my Congress, I mean, I already know my congressmen are like hurt, harming people. Like, but if there was like any, like, I guess if there's like harm going on in Congress. If like, there's oh, harm, hey, if there's harm, that's one thing. But if. Weird. I would want to know if there's about harm, that, that's but... one thing. But if y'all are, if y'all are all, if like I just, I'm just saying. I mean, I didn't think I thought Madison Carthor was a piece of shit to begin with, but it's like how you, how you gonna snitch on the team, man? The team, how, <laughs> how are you gonna snitch you on your whole team? Te- the the whole party, the whole party, everybody at the hotel room that night. You just put all of their shit in jeopardy. Nah, you know what? Nah, he's gonna, he's gonna be like. I walked into Nancy Pelosi's office and there they all stood sweating and screaming. It looked, it looked like wet curtains tangled. Imagine the, the, the macaroni in a pot sound. Ew. It was, it was like two tan. It's like, it's like two different shaded tan play-doh globs just entangled with each other it was it was oh gross i I managed to escape but not without my wounds (laughs) no i I don't know what happened to the word i don't don't know if they (laughs) okay so what's the next story let's hop off of this one all right let's hop off of this one (laughs) (laughs) and i don't like it Speaking of shit I don't like, Eric Adams, mayor of New York, is proposing to cut funding to every single department in the New York City government, except the police department. Yo, so, when you when you said this, I can't couldn't even believe this. So yeah, you try to defund the public school system, defund like homeless services, everything. Everything. Anything everything you can imagine. Well, what was his did he give what was his explanation for it? Um I like when he tried to pass it off. Like a under. crime. There was two police officers killed, unfortunately. Um uh, uh violent crimes are up, even though most other kinds of crimes are down. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um he's getting real drummed up by like right wing like hysteria about bail reform, all this shit. And so it just seems like, you know, him being a former cop is just trying to like look after his people. Um, so he's a right winger. Always been. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I can't have all that, but um, well, you know, the 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 shades of right wing. You know, he's that that blue D right winger shade, apparently. What's he going off about? Blue D, and then I walked into. I walked into Senator Schumer's office and and there was nothing but blue D everywhere. Shade you can imagine. A fucking smurf blue, blue blue D, somewhat pleasing cyan. Yo. Anyway, I'm sorry, Eric. Yo, we are talking about blue D. That's what I talk about that song. I'm blue D. I'm blue D. Right. No, yo, I used to think that song was by the Blue Man Group back in the day. Is it not? Like, I really did. I, I hell no. It's like two. It's like two different. It's like two different groups of niggas, yo. Like I, I am Blue Daba D Daba Da, and the Blue Man Group are like, like so far apart from being even remotely the same thing. That is. <laughs> I explained why they're different blues. I never understood. <laughs> Why they were different blues in the thing and then the- I don't even think the Bloomin' group talk like that to be having a song where they're singing like three verses. Nah. I saw the Blue Man group when I was in my middle school. And I Are you serious? I did not realize. Did they come to your school or something? They came to have some like, I don't know, Coliseum thing in Louisville. Yeah. And then they come to my <laughs> right. school, that would have been lit. Like, like, All right, we're drifting. We're drifting. <laughs> we're drifting. We gotta get let's, out of here quick. Let's, wow. <laughs> yeah. Let's re. Let's retarget it. Let's retarget it. All right. All right. All right. So What's yeah, I mean, all I gotta say is Eric Adams is just worse than anyone could have possibly imagined. <sighs> yeah. Do you think that Andrew Yang would have been better? 
not that you think that Andrew Yang is good, but like now that we know what Eric Adams is doing, do you, well, what do you think I of some of the like, other candidates like, that were running? Um, Eric, or I feel like Andrew Yang is bought and paid for by worse, in, even some, if you can imagine worse influences than the police. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like oh, corporate I, ass, I, like let's poison like well water in Yemen if it's going to make us a million dollars as evil. I think, I think Andrew Yang would have done like a Scooby-Doo and it's like, ha ha, I was a Republican the whole time. Some I mean, that's what we're finding over and over again, right? Like, suddenly Manchin's this villain. People get in office. They're like, you can't kill me, bitch. And so they're just like, yeah. walling out on the <laughs> darkest Yeah, Joe Manchin really, like, threw up deuces. It was like, you can't kill me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll live. I'll live forever. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That's funny. So, oh wait, are we are we out of news stories? I don't did know. I really... mean, I always just talk about random shit, man. You know I me. Mean? Did we did we let Will Smith in Madison Cawthorn's Blue D dominate our conversation? Is that what we just did? Did we really? I'm gonna. I'm that? gonna. What? I always try to think on the bright side. I'm gonna hope not. <laughs> <laughs> in my religious oh, okay. optimism, I'm just gonna pray that no. Oh, here's here's a last story. Okay, I got a last story. Hi, what's up? Right, I'm not I'm not even I'm I'm not even gonna go into any of the any of the specifics of it. I'm just gonna like give you the rundown, right? So the January 6th committee, they're investigating Trump, all that, right? So they got the call logs from the White House that day, right? And there's an eight-hour gap in Trump's communication. <laughs> That's like literally the eight hours that the storm in the Capitol shit was taking place. So, so I don't know what circumstances came through for this, but someone asked Trump about it and like unprompted, he was like, "I've never heard of a burner phone. I don't know what that is. What are you what? talking about? Sure. Sure. Why do you put your hands up? Spread your legs. What are you talking about? I guess you're, you're under arrest. arrest. Now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so what do you think of Trump's burner phones? Wow. <laughs> apparently niggas like... is hustling. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck do you think he was doing that whole time? I don't like that's what I'm trying I've been thinking about this shit all day and it's like, yeah, okay. So we we've seen video of him like watching the shit on video we know he was all giddy about that shit so i'm just imagining this dude like in like a back room somewhere just like juggling between two different phones like yes yes all right three percenters you guys go now all right and he's back that one's up yo ben Shapiro, i'm gonna call you back in one second all right i got i got the oath keepers on the other line right like, <laughs> just coordinating the whole thing stupidly it's like and make sure you rub shit on the walls <laughs> <laughs> oh you call them into God. the Capitol Police like how's it going oh you've let them inside fantastic <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man alright so the, the moral like fascist overthrow of our you can't laugh sometimes man it should be bleak as hell out here you there's so, so much wrong with shit. our tone this episode <laughs> All right. So the moral of this one. All right, y'all is um burner phones. Get one. <laughs> burner phones. Also, you know like sticks and stones may break your bones. But, you know, you might get slapped if you talk about people. And then the other one is um do better vetting at the orgies cuz not everybody's down for the cost. Just public service announcement. <laughs> public health announcement, too. I mean, like, you know, take care of yourself out there. Well, like most good things, this too must come to an end. With me, Lingra Franca, my friend. They know what we about to do. Dope knife. So take it out of you. Uh no, nah, that was that was whack. Yo, hey Joe, <laughs> can you can you give us a beat so that we can rap for real, please? Sir. Uh yeah. 
What? What? Waiting on reparations. I should have started there, shouldn't I? I don't. <laughs> I don't know why I let that go on. I. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Yo. And I don't hear stuff if it bores me I'm dope like the lines at Republican orgies You look into my hands, yo, there's something I'm forging It's a microphone, when I spit, you fucking adore me In 10 seconds, down in Texas, they're trying to give out the death sentence In Florida, they thinking hatred is the best lesson Can't even cope, so I'm just guessing Everybody thinking they dope, but they bench pressing I've been fresh and now I'm rapping, I'm groovy Thought they was bigger and blacker, got smacked in a pookie a two-piece, do it with true ease. Ended the show raps, not using no loose leaf. Ooh. You ain't about to catch me caught up in the nonsense of the hot take industrial complex. I'd rather pet the cat up on my armrest. Eat some fresh farm maids, participate in mass civil unrest. You ain't gotta have a take, my nigga. Don't say anything. It's straight, my nigga. Just think about it 24 hours. Wait, my nigga. Well, he done said it now. So let's debate, my nigga. Hey, this is Dope Knife. Hello, Franco. And you have been listening to Waiting on Reparations. See you next week. See you next week. Jinx. Bitch. <laughs> Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.